Guys, we are here again. It's another episode of the Busy Podcast. I am here <laughs> with Jack and Lucia. Hi. Hi. Um, yeah, today we are talking a bit about Lucia's work. And um, yeah, Lucia, just tell us something about you. What are you doing? What is your? What are your projects? Um, yeah. So I'm a yeah basically a content creator and a visual artist, and I focus mainly on um, fashion photography and lifestyle photography. And yes, I love um, collaborating with small brands and actually also in the fashion industry, I love collaborating with um, vintage stores mm -hmm. and then, yeah, we create um, content together and um, just visual stories. Okay, yeah. that sounds interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a specific reason why you choose those brands? Yes, there is actually because I'm trying to um, pull away from focus of bigger brands um, mm -hmm. because of their um, nature in having a lot of power over the creative industry. So my focus is naturally on like working with brands um, to where, where I'm, I'm currently located. Mm -hmm. So if I'm in South Africa, I'll be working with South African brands mm -hmm. and and creatives over there and fashion designers. I think that's really good. Yeah. Yeah. And then, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of... So you kind of support the, the people in the environment around yeah. you. Yeah. And I've learned a lot about sustainability in the last few years. Mm -hmm. And I just pushed my focus to a different area in mm -hmm. that sense. Great. So you're from uh, Berlin or you moved here recently. How did you end up here in the creative city? That's a very interesting question. Um, my background is um, very diverse. I grew up in Namibia. Um, I lived there for 18 years of my life. And Great. yeah, my dad is from Austria mm -hmm. and my mother is from South Africa. So they moved um, to Namibia when yeah when I wasn't born yet and they met <laughs> each other there mm -hmm. and that's how yeah I ended up growing up there and I moved to South Africa then to study when I was 18 years old mm -hmm. and I spent about five years there mm -hmm. and I just had this always this curiosity to move to Europe and mm -hmm. also explore my dad's side of the world mm -hmm. And yeah, and I just heard about Berlin and how it's such a vibrant <laughs> um, creative city. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And there was also a lot of, at that time, there was a lot of focus on sustainability and mm. like questioning um, like the green and um, local world. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's why I actually ended up here. Yeah, I think <laughs> Berlin is really good because sustainability is your, like a huge topic. And yeah. People yeah. really Definitely. care about what, what happens with their clothes after they wear it yeah. or how are they produced. So I think it's a great city to, to do exactly what you're doing. Exactly. And yeah. that's how I ended up here. I was um, shooting a documentary mm -hmm. for the fashion revolution. That was last year, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I, I connected with them through Instagram. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, the fashion revolution is um, actually based in the UK, but they have a little um, platform of theirs also in, in Germany, mm -hmm. um, actually in different countries in the world. And mm -hmm. when I was in South Africa, they also have a platform there for mm -hmm. this mm -hmm. um, and I met up with the founders over there as well, and we shot some cool. stuff together. Yeah. yeah. So normally yeah. you travel more, or you travel a lot? Or 
I do. Yeah. I I moved to the Netherlands recently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so right now I'm not nice. actually living in Berlin. Okay. Um, I visit a lot because I just love being here. I'm mm. just meeting up with creatives like you guys. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just doing some projects here. Mm-hmm. Great. And how did you get into photography? Um like in the sense, like how uh, did, did you? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> well, it wasn't that scenario. Um, I was in school and I did visual arts, mainly painting and drawing, mm-hmm. and a lot of it was observational art. And um, I used to draw a lot with pencils and shading mm-hmm. and looking at lighting and like shadows and mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you can imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so um, as my um, like knowledge of that started building up um i was in art class and we used to just get like different projects we can um choose and it was either like imaginary work or observational work and i always mm-hmm. love to do observational work mm-hmm. and in the end we also got to choose photography as like a project mm-hmm. and that's how i started with um <laughs> taking photos so the camera found you yeah the <laughs> like it's, um, it's often like that yeah <laughs> And I actually, my first camera was borrowed from my mom's friend. Mm-hmm. Um, his daughter studied photography mm-hmm. and then he had a camera lying at home. Mm-hmm. So um, when my mom found out I was doing a project at school, then we went to her friend and mm-hmm. like actually, yeah, I was lending his camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then the second one I borrowed from my uncle in South mm-hmm. Africa when I started studying there. Mm-hmm. And then I, yeah i needed a camera so i borrowed it from him mm-hmm. and then i started studying with that yeah oh, nice. was it awesome, a, a yeah. analog one or a digital one it was digital, digital but yeah. i can't remember the exact model but it was quite an old camera as mm-hmm. well yeah. have you shot analog or more digital uh, i shot analog i when i was studying we also mm-hmm. um tried like developing our own film and mm-hmm. We wow. had a black room in our. Oh, that's nice. I yeah. Also yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we actually—I don't know if you know the four by five um, camera. It's yeah. Like, yeah. We we actually shot with those okay. when we were studying, and it mm. was really yeah quite experimental <laughs> for us. <laughs> great, great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah because um, now learning how to edit an analog uh, film is quite intuitive and yeah, difficult. I, I, I shot a lot of analog, but I never developed them on my own. So I always mm. bring them to the studio and they just do it for me. But I would love to do the process once my own and see yeah. really from from taking the picture to the end result, like doing everything by myself. I would yeah. really love to do that once or something. Like it's that. really <laughs> interesting. I mean, the last time I did it was a few years ago, so I don't mm. really remember the process that well. <laughs> but I can just remember like the feeling of like being in this completely dark room with yeah, only the, yeah. I think it's the red light that you have on. Mm-hmm. And then you have to like, like search in the dark and like put it <laughs> yeah, in this yeah. um, solutions um, that you have three different types and then you mm-hmm. wash it off with water for the last one. Mm-hmm. And then you have to hang up the pictures. So yeah, to dry yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite it's interesting. Like, uh, <laughs> it's a bit like the editing these days. So how you develop the picture really affects the end result of the picture. So mm-hmm. you yeah. can play with the contrast, with the shades, with the that's highlights true. and all mm-hmm. the stuff. I think that's super cool. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, it's such a, you can do the same things, but it's such mm-hmm. a different process because it's actually by hand and you have yeah, to yeah, yeah. also use your eyes for that. Like mm. you use for taking photos, like mm-hmm. you have to be extremely detail orientated. Mm. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and but which camera do you have right now? 
Um, I'm using Sony. I have the A7 III. Mm -hmm. I've had it, I think, for the last two years now. Okay. And I only have one lens with that. <laughs> Tell us which one. <laughs> well, I think it's the 24 to 70 f2.8. Yeah, it's that. Okay, that's, yeah. that's a really it's, cool. It's very lens, versatile. Yeah. I mean, I want to add to that, mm -hmm. um, but I just feel like if I have a really small kit, then I can move around easily, and I mm -hmm. travel a lot. So for mm -hmm. me, it's really important. Uh, I also prefer zoom lenses. I don't know, and especially the twenty four seventy is from the quality like a prime lens. Yeah, yeah. So, and it gives you a lot of creativity, free uh, freedom. Mm -hmm. You don't have for to sure. change lenses and can just get the moment uh, immediately. So yeah. I think it's a perfect choice for having one lens. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah. And I love using this camera with the lens combination, mm -hmm. um, mainly because I also do video. Mm -hmm. um, I do some experiments or projects with video, like the documentary mm -hmm. I was shooting for the Fashion mm -hmm. Revolution. Um, so that's like with this kit, I feel it's so perfect to yeah have the, sure. <laughs> the capability to have like really high quality video and mm. having this lens that is extremely silent. I mean, <laughs> that's the reason why I got it, like because it's so silent when mm. you're shooting videos. So. No, actually, this lens is really cool. Like you can do product pictures or uh, urban yeah. pictures. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can do portraits, travel products, shots, yeah. sceneries, landscapes. You can do everything. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. It's also my main lens. It's on the camera right now. And I <laughs> use it most of the time. 24 to 70 is super nice. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, and you told about uh, video. When did you get into video? So after photography or was it in the, in the same time? I think it was around the same time. Mm -hmm. um, when I was studying in South Africa, I studied visual communication. Mm -hmm. And then at that time, it's actually really interesting because... The only reason why I chose photography as a major is because um, I really felt like I wanted to do a lot of practical work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And at first, I actually chose art direction as a major mm -hmm. um, because I was really interested in like coming up with concepts and being in the yeah. advertising yeah. world. Yeah. <coughs> and I just moved away from that because I felt like I needed to do something with my hands or with my mm -hmm. eyes and like mm -hmm. actually produce work and not just ideas. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so with that, I chose photography. Um, at the same time, we still had different um, subjects where we had mm -hmm. to interpret um, video projects. Mm -hmm. um, like we had to f start looking at topics in South Africa where we we would like have to interview people for mm -hmm. our projects or just do like small video projects yeah. for that. Mm -hmm. So that's how I got into that as well. It was like more forcefully like sure, put onto sure. me, <laughs> but then I developed the skills for that as mm -hmm. well. Great. Yeah. And you also do the editing process by yourself. Yeah, I've um, learned to use Premiere Pro pretty well. Mm -hmm. awesome. um, how long did it take you? Because I want to learn it as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I must say it, got developed over the last years mm -hmm. um just when i get these random projects in i i'm forced to use the program as well <laughs> to cut it together and you just spend so much more time on video work mm, yeah, and yeah. you end up watching a few tutorials with that sure. and mm. 
keep learning like bits and bits together mm. and in the end you just remember from the last time what you've learned but then you keep learning to that yeah. with every yeah, project so just learning by doing is the yeah. only way like same for editing photos sure, right? sure. definitely yeah. Yeah, because yeah. video is always like super <laughs> super hard work i really love shooting it and it's always amazing and i come home and have like this 100 gigabytes of clips and I have everything and then get yeah. two seconds it's always so much work it's definitely <laughs> worse than photography yeah, I mean. yeah, <laughs> no editing takes a lot of time yeah. uh, than shooting if you want to make it perfect you can spend forever mm. on it this exactly that's what I feel there's always something you can change and, but maybe I just have to practice more. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's true yeah. yeah and you have all of this footage but you can only use so little yeah, of it yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, it's like Uh, how to say uh, there could be five different cutters with the footage and everything will look different because everybody is taking a few different seconds from here and there so i think video cutting is like super creative but also like yeah. a, a lot of work and you really i really need an eye for all the details and also uh, for to the emotions of the viewers yeah. or to, to is he getting bored now how can i bring more interest mm -hmm. in all of this uh, for the picture it's mostly about perfectionism yeah uh, but for video it's way more Yeah, it's definitely how you put everything together and exactly, create yeah. like a s real story with whatever you've shot. Mm. And with photography, you have that too. Mm. But you, I mean, it's static, so you control exactly more yeah. of the outcome. Yeah, it's yeah. easier to control it. Yeah, mm. yeah. Especially for us coming from photography <laughs> and video, to have the composition perf perfect all the time, it's just not possible. So it's exactly. Like really <laughs> 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 Did yeah. you also go through the, the frustration phase in the beginning when you got into the video? Because uh, as Marcel explained, mm. uh, you can we can control the elements in a picture, but controlling the elements in a videography, it's super hard. I have a lot of frustration with the editing process, like mm. you said. But when it comes to shooting, I actually enjoy it um, just to have like the freedom of just capturing moments all around me. Um, and I actually love that freedom because you can move a lot mm -hmm. freer than with photography like you can just go around yeah, and you know, can everything. capture way more yeah and that's sure, the problem sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> with the editing process <laughs> but i do feel like with photography sometimes um when you take so much content like with you mm -hmm. and you sit down and you have to actually filter through it i mm -hmm. have that same frustration because you feel like you have so many good shots yeah. and then you have to narrow it down yeah, yeah. and oh, mostly right. yeah <laughs> mostly with my clients i actually like to also hand um all the content to them and mm -hmm. then have them pick out what they like mm -hmm. okay and okay. and then it's also like i'm handing <laughs> over like the responsibility sure. a little bit more yeah, yeah. And that also ensures that my clients get exactly mm. what they want. Because I know if I have to choose, mm. like... You do it differently. It differently. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. And since you also travel light and have a minimal kit, uh, what do you use for uh, stabilizing the video? Do you do handheld videos or... Uh, I do a lot of handheld. Okay. I used to have a gimbal as well mm -hmm. um, when I was living in South Africa. Um, but I left that behind, <laughs> actually. Um, there was a technical error in my gimbal, so yeah. it wasn't working anymore. Okay. And then I became more comfortable with handheld footage, and actually that's how I'm shooting. Okay, okay, great. Yeah.
Um, we, we, yeah, we both have been shooting yesterday with the gimbal. Yeah. And since getting into the video for yeah. in the early stages, super hard. Yeah. It's very, very challenging. Yeah, we I tried would... to do it with the phone at the beginning. So yeah. it's like easier to get in, but the transitions, the movements and all of the stuff, it's kind of the same. Yeah. So we practice a lot with the phone lately and it's getting better and better. But to do it with the camera is again an, another level. It's, mm -hmm. it's a Because challenge. you have so much data and you have so much stuff at the end. And also I, when I edit videos on the phone, it's like super easy yeah. yeah but on the computer it gets like more possibilities more stuff you can do and it's just like way more work yeah definitely. But, but one day we will go into video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a process so whenever you have like a mini project i mm. feel it's a lot better than if you have this insane like concept that is going through lengths mm -hmm. of yeah have that you have to shoot so much and have to filter that i mm -hmm. think it's better just to start with a small idea and then yeah. maybe yeah. Yeah, yeah work through that the same for photography i don't know when i shoot personally i always shoot as less as possible but when i shoot for clients i'm totally overshooting <laughs> so yeah me too <laughs> it's always horrible to pick the pictures and all of the stuff and i also do it like you i gave them some of the pictures but at the end i have to choose that 10 out of 2000 anyway yeah, yeah. So, yeah. That's yeah it, true. It's, it's also a bit of a struggle yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but i think for video it's, it's even more so yeah, yeah of course yeah. all the data that you need to transfer and yeah, the time yeah. like uh, to like the, the picture you click the picture and you see all the information in the exactly picture for the clip you have to watch the whole clip to see yeah, all the yeah. information on in the clip uh, for me it's also layers that i go through like i first um sift through all of my video mm -hmm. and then it gets cut down a little bit then i make a new timeline mm -hmm. and then i sift through that again and it takes ages forever yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, probably tried it next next time <laughs> yeah and then you kind of have like this um timeline with all your best footage and mm -hmm. from there on you choose like what you actually want to use because if mm -hmm. you have to start with all of your footage and just go from there and make something it's, it's quite complex yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 so i like going through this these stages and sifting through everything mm -hmm. and then in the end i know i still i can go back to the beginning to mm -hmm. the timeline that mm -hmm. i used and if i miss anything mm -hmm. yeah because i have that fear as well like <laughs> oh no there's a clip that i could have used <laughs> yeah. exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh yeah you have also won some awards so um can you tell us about it yeah, that was actually also um just after i studied mm -hmm. i and during my studies, um, we we got in touch with a lot of competitions and international, um, more like where we can enter our work to. Mm -hmm. And back then, I think it was in 2016, is when I was um, part of the Adobe Awards. Mm -hmm. And I know they um, are based around California. Mm -hmm. So yeah, then I got in touch with that. And at that time, I was the only African finalist for the Adobe Awards um, in 2016. Mm -hmm. And because of that, like I felt like it was such a huge um, accomplishment um, because I'm coming from like South Africa and yeah, yeah, I got yeah. to actually go to um, San Diego at that time mm. and spend a few days there and meet creatives <laughs> all around the world. That oh, so that's that. pretty cool. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and the next year I won an award um, from the One Show in New York. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that was for my creative portfolio that I had created. Wow, mm -hmm. good. And right. it was mainly like work 
that I created in South Africa and Namibia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we sent that through um, while I was studying still. And I was also supposed to go to New York, but because of visa complications, I couldn't at that time. Mm-hmm. So they sent me like a nice little glass award to South Africa. And I was <laughs> so cool. happy about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a nice accomplishment. And actually last year I was also in Amsterdam. The mm-hmm. one show had an event there, a networking event. Mm-hmm. And I just find it like I had to go there. It was when I arrived here in Berlin. Mm-hmm. I was like, I have to go to Amsterdam. <laughs> I mean, I can meet them and um, network around mm-hmm. the like um, advertising industry a bit mm-hmm. more because they're focused more on advertising and graphic design. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then I went for two days to this advertising agency in Amsterdam mm-hmm. and I made a few connections there with yeah, different agencies in mm-hmm. Europe. Mm. Great. Yeah, networking is super important these days uh, for oh, staying always. in the in business. Yeah. <laughs> Not just these days. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. No, no, I mean, with the, the, the emerging uh, social media platforms, mm-hmm. like the older uh, connections on the way, methods that people use yeah. to network. Uh, we are not uh, practicing that these days. Like it's all online yeah, it's and fast. It's really exactly, fast these yeah. Days with this device. Exactly, so yeah. Two thousands <laughs> of people really fast, but I still think meeting people in person is like a stronger connection. Exactly. I also uh, I yeah. I love that. I mean, I've always used social media as a tool um, to find people, find so, models, find yeah, yeah. yeah everything that I would need to build <laughs> my career. Mm-hmm. And even since I was a student, I would look for models to collaborate with um, mm-hmm. for my projects um, where where I needed yeah, to practice how to do fashion photography mm-hmm. um, in my college. And I would just like be surfing through. F- At that time, I used Facebook mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I would be um, writing messages on, yeah, would you like <laughs> to collaborate on a student project? And that's how it all started for me. Like, sure, yeah, sure. Building networks with people online and also in person, I actually yeah, appreciate True. it. Going to events and just meeting new people there. Yeah. Now, a lot of people think like it's uh, really hard uh, to find people, but it is actually easier, easier when we are ever. exactly yeah. when we are Especially approaching the right way. Like this industry, it's it's perfect. Yeah. yeah, you just need to know how to approach people and exactly yeah. sort of yeah have a template <laughs> for that, I guess. <laughs> Because that's the point many people miss that uh, they are not approaching in the right way, uh, so they feel the struggle. But it's actually yeah, super easy yeah, to find yeah. everything. You ask somebody nicely and with respect. Everybody exactly. is nice to you as well. And uh, you get answers. And people yeah. are also willing to help you when you ask them nicely. Um, of course. Yeah. True, true. Yeah, and also what I think is really nice in the creative field, it's like, for example, you m- meet a videographer or you meet, a, um, how to say, a digital uh, designer. Then you can take pictures for them. They can design yeah. stuff on your page. He can take a video for you. And it's like what I do often with creative. So I do something for them. They do something yes. for me. And sure. so it's like a big cycle. Everybody's pushing each other. Yes. And it's super nice. Yeah. Again, yeah. I learned that um, in my college because I used to collaborate with all the um, art directors that mm-hmm. I studied with. And a few graphic designers who do like product shots for mm-hmm. their projects mm-hmm. that they made. So I would always end up, yeah, if they made a whole project i would go in the studio and photograph their stuff and Mm -hmm. if the art directors came up with ideas i would actually visualize their projects (laughs) and that's how i learned to like go side by side with Mm -hmm. um other creatives and And also you learn a lot by working with them you learn how they uh do their work and Mm -hmm. And mostly it's a lot of fun 
Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess that's how you also have to just build your own network, like mm -hmm. constantly um, searching for what you would be interested in collaborating mm -hmm. on mm -hmm. and slowly building up on that over time. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, possibly. Yeah. Yeah, but how do you guys find it in Berlin? Like, how how did you start here with collaborations and like building your own network? Um, yeah, for start from scratch. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Joined a lot of photo walks and uh, uh, created connections over here. Also and texted many people on Instagram. Even I met Jack through yeah. Instagram. Yeah. So I I saw his content once. I texted him, "Hey, I really like your content. Yeah. Want to go shooting together?" And yeah, now we're here together doing podcasts. Exactly. How, how much later is that? <laughs> one and a half year, more than one and a half ah, years ago, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. Uh, but um, I came here like with no friends and nothing. So I came here completely alone. <laughs> and Instagram really helped me to like get connected to like minded people sure. who are like in the same f uh, field like I am or have yeah. the same mindset like I am. And now I really know a ton of people, but it's only through that app. So, yeah. so I'm really, really thankful for that. But mm -hmm. I think also Berlin is perfect for that. Exactly. There's tons of creators, uh, tons of open-minded people who want to meet. And it's, it's cool. But what do you mean? You, don't, you didn't know anyone here. You are from... I came here by myself. Yeah. I wanted to leave my old life kind of behind me. I wanted to sure. start over. Where did you live before? Uh, Stuttgart. Ah, okay. And I've been in the military seven years before, so yeah. I did something super not creative for a long time. <laughs> yeah. And I wanted wow, to change that and to go in a creative way, and this is why I moved to Berlin. Mm. And it worked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, moving to Berlin is mm. always a good move. If, mm. Yeah, if you sure. want to just start with your career. Um, mm. Yeah. How was that for you, actually? No, I, I was. I moved here for a different field of work. I'm uh, still working as a full-time uh, mechanical design engineer yeah. uh, in a medical company. Mm -hmm. And this was a hobby for me. This was a, a photography was a way to break, uh, to to really stress and uh, escape. So yeah, I've also like uh, started photography just as a hobby to to take pictures and then yeah. share it with friends and family. And uh, over time, then I started loving the process uh, and still until now, like doing mostly travel and street pictures. Okay, interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, everyone seems to have like a very unique journey towards um, how they got like into photography or how they started um, being so passionate about exactly often, like often i hear like that the camera found a photography found <laughs> the people it's so, yeah it's so exactly like exactly that. i don't know most people that are really passionate about photography the camera came to them somehow yeah mm -hmm. they did not buy it by themselves yeah <laughs> <laughs> same same with me yeah. I guess. <laughs> um for your prizes uh, first of all congratulations um yeah. did this change anything for you uh, did you get more jobs or more projects afterwards or did this prices you won like change your business? I guess in some sense it did because I um, I used that as a as a way of also um, networking what I do and what mm -hmm. I'm connected to. So in a sense, um, when someone is looking at my social media, they trust that um, if if I um, see how clients talk about me, like they say they trust um, my way of like shooting because mm -hmm. of what they've seen online from from mm -hmm. what I've done. Like mm -hmm. if they go to my website or if they go to Instagram, they really mm -hmm. like how I represent myself. Mm -hmm. And in that sense, I'm using my accomplishments and using everything I've done, like mm -hmm. from the start, just 
by like doing it for free or doing it just because I feel like doing it mm -hmm. or just because I want to build an, an aesthetic portfolio mm -hmm. um, then I would say yes definitely mm -hmm. because um, you kind of have to sell yourself with what you mm -hmm. have yeah, yeah definitely and of course of course 50% of the business is selling yeah. yourself because you don't need you don't need to show your degree or you don't need to show like yeah. um what you've paid for your camera or yeah. what equipment you have you have just to the emphasis yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have to show what you've done and what you're yeah, interested yeah. in and how you can um, help other people visualize mm. yeah but this is what i also love about the field so you don't need any super high education or whatever yeah. when you're good you're good and you get booked and that's it <laughs> yeah so that's it's, true it's lovely For Germany, that's normally uh, totally the opposite. Yeah. Here, In all the other fields, like, yeah. All the papers and, <laughs> yeah. And you can only do it's it if you have true. the papers. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, it comes oh, in the art, way. Cool. Yeah, it comes in the way you communicate with people, mm -hmm. and in the way you yeah represent yourself because mm -hmm. that's essentially i mean what we're doing now we yeah. are talking about what we do and we're representing our field. So yeah, yeah. Cool. And uh, any interesting project that you're working on right now? Or how has uh, the last pandemic season affected your work? Well, I have been very quiet over the last season because I just moved to the Netherlands. And When did you move? I moved in April. Mm -hmm. Before that, I was in South Africa. Mm -hmm. And because of that, I, I don't have a network over there. Mm -hmm. And I've actually not looked into... Um, any creative projects yet mm -hmm. i did a project a few weeks back but that was also in berlin because okay. i have my network here yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um for now i've actually just been shooting for myself mm -hmm. and um i'm doing a few of my own creative projects just to move away a bit from fashion photography i've done mm -hmm. a lot of street um photography mm -hmm. and i'm looking like i love experimentation yeah mm. and i've done that i mean ever since i started um i don't know <laughs> being <laughs> mm. and i feel like if i move a bit away from mm. my passion i like return with so much more mm -hmm. um yeah. like vision for that and i did a, a sort of campaign for um sustainable fashion mm -hmm. and i used my my um my video that my documentary that i shot for that mm -hmm. i use that and combined it and i have sort of a, a platform a separate platform for mm -hmm. that that i've been working on and besides that yeah i haven't done much <laughs> this year yeah mm -hmm. i mean i think this year is nice it's slowed down so it's yeah. time to work on own projects yeah. or to develop new skills or whatever so i think yes, i've is, also been also painting nice. <laughs> 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 i mean back Great, to the yeah, roots yeah. <laughs> Yeah. sure yeah mm. it was also quiet for us as well uh in the last months oh it's getting better yeah now it's yeah. getting yeah. busy yeah. but it was super quiet from yeah. march to may mm -hmm. and now it feels like it's it's slowly coming back yeah uh, but for me i started as a tourism photographer uh beginning of the year then corona was kind of a problem mm. and now in april may i switched from tourism to architecture This is in Berlin, like really nice because they are building all yeah. the time. They of course, need pictures. Yeah. So yeah. since I switched, it's it's good again. It's coming a lot of jobs in, but I still would love to travel more again, <laughs> also shoot that again. Yeah, but maybe next year. 
hopefully next definitely week. and it also depends how much you want it how much you mm. want to work on projects or how much you try to find something mm. in a different direction like that could help yeah. you in yeah. this time mm -hmm. and yeah i just feel like If you want to manifest something, you will. And if yeah, you don't, like <laughs> in the, at this point in time, I'm like sure, sort sure. of in a little bit of a break. Mm. And I know if I really make an effort, I can yeah, still work find on yeah projects. exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I yeah, I had an opportunity in Amsterdam actually mm -hmm. um, to work on documentary film. Mm -hmm. And at that point, it was really exciting, but. I also didn't want to take on the project because it was with really big fashion brands. Okay. <laughs> so okay. that's why like, <laughs> I sort of moved away from that rather. Mm. And yeah, I, I actually feel like it's also becoming more interesting for me at this mm -hmm. time. And mm -hmm. yeah, I want to redirect my energy towards um, building yeah, new projects that I want to work on. Yeah, but cool, I think yeah. when you enjoy it yourself, it's way easier to get creative. It's way easier to finish. <laughs> exactly. Because I always feel it for myself. When I don't like it, I, it's never getting good. Mm -hmm. yeah, but mm -hmm. when I like it, it's super, it, it's easy to get it on a level where I think, okay, I'm, that's okay. I can present it. I can identify myself with that piece of content and that's okay. Mm. But when you don't like it, it's always like pain in the ass. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. so I stopped doing that completely. I understand why you didn't do it as well yeah of course mm. yeah. and yeah when you have a project like how do you approach it do you create mood boards are you one person working on the project or do you have a team yeah it actually depends on the project mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i've worked on projects where i work with um the vision of a brand and mm -hmm. they actually tell me what they want yeah. and direct it as well um, but usually I have a lot of creative input on the work I make. Mm -hmm. And I mean, thinking of the last project I had, um, I was represented with um, mood boards mm -hmm. from yeah. the brand. Um, but then I got the idea that they also wanted me to also put in my creative um, input. Mm -hmm. And I feel like when i started i i actually really focused on like building mood boards and mm -hmm. like being so detail oriented about yeah. Yeah, yeah because yeah. i i i wasn't sure what like i have to do myself like mm -hmm. in the beginning you're not sure and you want to be as prepared as possible yeah, yeah, yeah. sure but sure. i feel like with time you become more comfortable exactly and yeah. you know also how you move as a photographer mm -hmm. and what kind of shots you can imagine in your head mm -hmm. and at this stage i still love preparing i still like look for inspiration mm -hmm. um but i don't like feed off of it anymore mm -hmm. so, so much not every step detail exactly no <laughs> like it's there yeah. and i yeah. like if i'm in a shoot like i will be looking at it like one Mm -hmm. and just like seeing what i'm missing or if i if i'm like at the spot where i run out of ideas mm -hmm. then i just look at like a bit of inspiration and mm -hmm. i may be looking back at what the client wants um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but I, i feel like at this point i really move like yeah very comfortably mm -hmm. and it's, i can yeah. i can yeah. actually yeah, yeah, yeah. see sh like the shots in front of me <laughs> like if i just look at locations and sure, sure. and put models and like clothing and everything together mm -hmm. yeah and for me like if you look at my aesthetics <laughs> <laughs> sorry the table <laughs> if i lo look at my aesthetics i really love like combining um like natural sets that i find with yeah. Mm -hmm. models 
and I just love like imagining what best like mm -hmm. what the model would yeah represent in this environment mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and yeah if you look like at my work yeah, yeah, it's yeah. really about the story of the yeah of the everything together yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. yeah so I really enjoy that and if I'm walking around every day I just see locations like wherever I go <laughs> and it's actually like like your brain like, yeah. like obsession <laughs> like, yeah oh my gosh that's a location like <laughs> like what do I do I don't have my camera I don't have like the whole set <laughs> but I just see it everywhere and the more you practice your eyes for that the more yeah. aware yeah. you are of, it's the same yeah. with photography in the beginning you just see the things that are around you after two years you see things at far away and building somewhere up you, i don't know eyes get super used to see all yeah. the little things and this yeah. is what i also yeah. love yeah. about it because i i think now as a photographer you see more of life yeah <laughs> you, you, you really of see more exactly it's nice and in exactly. berlin it's even worse because <laughs> everywhere you go like there's something um that could be triggering you like to want to like just yeah like um capture it <laughs> exactly like there's always like if you just walk from one street to the next you're seeing like things all around yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and every uh, district is kind of unique so tons of every, uh, locations <laughs> every like block is unique <laughs> <laughs> exactly but yeah it, it's a new versus old uh, and a lot of corners and yeah. Yeah, yeah i think berlin this is why a lot of photographers are here exactly it's amazing you exactly. never run out of spots yeah. exactly exactly also it's ever changing models, yeah, and, yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> What's your opinion uh, on social media, especially these days, like in 2020? Um, is it for you like only positive or? Yeah, I think it's both. I mean, it can be negative at times, but in our industry, it should be positive because we mm. can use it as a as a tool. Yeah. And um, at this time, I feel like we as photographers have a certain power to use our creative work mm -hmm. to um, like sort of look at interesting topics that are around mm -hmm. and to yeah like kind of add I feel like this year um, activism is sort of really big on Instagram yeah and that's also why I love working on my projects for um, fashion activism mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because it's really important for me to look into what's happening in the fashion industry mm -hmm. and not just look at yeah what brands want and how they want to represent themselves mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. and yeah with everything happening right now in the world I feel like activism is really some like what even what influencers are mm -hmm. like perpetuating <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and um for me as a photographer i'm so curious about what's happening behind the fashion industry how right. i can like possibly change anything mm -hmm. in terms of what i communicate to my audience yeah and i think that's super inspiring yeah, yeah yeah and i feel like i'm so stuck on the topic because mm -hmm. i've opened my own eyes and i can't like close them again <laughs> That's and always the problem. Yeah. <laughs> <Once> <laughs> I know yeah. I have this power to create and mm. my my creations are also really aesthetic. Mm -hmm. um, and I know that I can either be like completely unaware mm. of everything and just work with really commercialized brands mm. or I can actually like help like tell stories that need to be heard yeah. i really want Change to focus yeah, yeah i yeah. want to focus on that more 
but we'll see. Uh, <laughs> maybe I can come up with a few projects again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think this is good because many people don't think like like that. So I think mm -hmm. it's yeah. important that some people like you are are doing that and really looking behind all of the mask and not only seeing mm -hmm. the industry yeah. is always seeing because we we create beautiful and work yeah. and um that's what people see but we can also tell like beautiful stories that are mm. sort of a little bit heartbreaking <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's it's amazing for me to to use this tool to actually um create awareness about something so, mm -hmm. yeah. uh, it's pretty strong yeah yeah <laughs> Great. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I would ask like uh, if the what would you advise for people who wanted to uh, enter the industry oh, as a photographer? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like so, if, if you're just starting out. Yeah. Well, I think right now this is a really difficult um, question because of the time we are in as creatives. Um, but I feel like the first thing I would think about is like how how do you feel as like how much passion do you have for yeah. what you want to do like do you have an idea of what you want to photograph or mm. what you want to focus on as a as a yeah, starting photographer mm. mm -hmm. like is there something that really catches your eye mm. and if you want to photograph people like are faces interesting to you or do you like colors and like finding like yeah things outside mm -hmm. yeah. or do you like moments um where like i think you guys have this a lot where you um sort of capture city moments mm -hmm. like outside where if stuff is just happening but you capture this one moment where mm -hmm. where it's just like golden <laughs> because <laughs> where everything is yeah, perfect you find it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. also means something for uh, uh for the photographer yeah. for the moment and it's about yeah. finding those moments that you want to yeah to share with you, to share yeah no the, the the common problem that i see these days is people uh take the the opinion from their social media so personally yeah that uh they uh like when they are starting they have to try a lot and to find their own style yeah. but the moment when they post on a social media and it doesn't work properly then they get put off thinking okay that's they are true. either bad or yeah yeah exactly so that's because one it comment. takes it takes years maybe to build up yeah exactly in the beginning really it will not become. look like a professional yeah, yeah, yeah. you have to go through this even when you're talented you have to practice a few months exactly so. of course yeah and i would say yeah it doesn't lie in social media and it mm. lies in like what you really find like attractive for yourself mm -hmm. as a creative mm -hmm. and what you want to like share it doesn't matter what you share on social media yeah. as mm -hmm. long as it is like ever like going for you mm -hmm. yeah. yeah like it yeah. it's just not something you find one day and the next day you're like onto something else mm -hmm. yeah yeah so that's very important mm -hmm. yeah. yeah because there are of course a lot of factors right the, the style which they are trying they yeah. don't have the right crowd uh in their uh, profile or uh, whatever crowd that they are targeting mm -hmm. it's not appealing maybe they have to try a different type of crowd of course you they need to have a personal evaluation of how good their content or how they are improving themselves yeah uh but yeah this uh, the common problem is that they immediately get put off uh considering it's been, yeah. the it's uh, like that yeah. instant like 
success feeling exactly it, it doesn't work <laughs> true 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 yeah. i think it's also like a, a mindset game so if you try yeah. something and you fail and then you stop then your mindset is not right exactly uh, that's why i'm saying like if you really have this like passion i think it's like a fire inside of you yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, true. and like ever since i've started mm. um i actually never wanted to become a fashion photographer mm. i i don't feel like I enjoy um, being around people that much, <laughs> but for some reason I'm really good. For some reason I really just um, like found myself into yeah. like mm -hmm. photographing people and fashion. For me, it's um, the same, and this is why I shoot buildings. So. Yeah. yeah. Nice that you made it too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that coming from an award-winning photographer. Was just yeah. looking I at. mean, I've tried. I've really tried. Like. Um, architectural photography mm. and mm -hmm. buildings and I I really enjoy um, right now the the essence of street photography in the sense where you can combine the environment mm. with people and like any other aspects that are around mm. like I really like thinking about how they all fit together mm -hmm. and that's for me the combination of everything I like yeah. And I can't, like, I love symmetry and everything, but mm. I just find myself wanting to um, tell the stories of people, rather. Mm. Yeah, so that's my, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's my, like, yeah. fire inside. Yeah. Sure, sure. <laughs> it's cool, because yeah. so you can, can mix everything together, but still it's your style, and it's uh, still you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, think, yeah. I think this is most important. Yeah, and if sure. you would all shoot the same, it would be super boring. No, so. <laughs> <laughs> true, yeah. true, true, true. Uh, very important. Yeah, but uh, street photography you will also enjoy a lot, right? I love it, yeah. yeah it's those moments, like, exactly. It's those moments, like, when I'm standing in the street, like, everyone has a story. Everyone crossing you Especially has a story. Yeah. When they, uh, True. Go to work or exactly. Uh, Every, uh, but in the midday or something, you yeah. there's so much chaos. Like, everyone still carries a story. It's about how we see it or mm -hmm. how, uh, when I see a certain moment, I always feel like, okay, uh, what. Uh, like you can add a story to that yeah. that frame yeah. and uh, the mood and everything like some morning some people are rushing to uh, to a certain place mm. or they are super calm and are yeah. <laughs> yeah for me it's actually so fascinating that you can capture this yeah. but at the same time this person does not realize the moment that they're in like yeah. it's yeah. how they fit in together with the whole environment um, yeah. but at the same time it's like they're completely unaware of how aesthetic exactly. they look exactly <laughs> yeah exactly but, yeah, yeah then you're there like in the corner <laughs> everyone is a star right yeah like i think this makes the picture super real because true. often when you shoot people in the street and they see you take pictures they act super weird yeah yeah, yeah like yeah. this you can get a real picture of the real mood which which is nice the trick is compact camera yeah, so the, the, the moment you really need a good eye for, exactly. for getting all the moments and you have to be super fast with the camera yeah, as well. yeah 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 the moment when you are standing there with a the bigger camera of course you feel uh you intimidate people and uh, yeah true <laughs> i mean then you can like stand far away true though. true I, I also do that and i love it because the, the the moment which i see with that lens is different i sometimes use 150 600 yeah. uh, for street pictures which is really harder because i need to stabilize it uh, yeah. in a proper way yeah, but, but you can be like exactly right exactly yeah. or i use the compact camera inside the city so even if someone see that i'm taking a picture they don't take me seriously mm. uh yeah they don't they don't feel intimidated they mm. see like okay another fucking tourist standing yeah. here yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's 
important to like camouflaging. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think there's a beauty and like a whole essence to doing that, like as a True. street photographer. Mm -hmm. Like you just learn how to fit into that environment because over years and years you just practice that yeah, yeah and the more you know about this field like i know a lot about like the fashion field and you know a lot about like going on the street and like exactly, trying yeah. to like <laughs> sneakily get these pictures <laughs> and yeah that's like how you keep building on yeah, that yeah and, true and it makes you yeah like mm. kind of fit into that box mm -hmm. a little bit <laughs> yeah true 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 um, anything else we want to talk about? Did yeah. you have anything? Did we forget anything to ask you? Is there anything you, you want to tell the audience or us in mm, this podcast? Not that, that I can think of at the moment, no. Okay. Maybe I have something for you guys. Um, there was another question somebody asked. Uh, it's about finding the right equipment for your own style. How, mm -hmm. how would you do that? Would you just try different stuff? Or how do you think is the easiest way to mm. find the right gear? And do you think gear is super important? Or do you think it's just like... A tool that can help but it's not necessary yeah i think it makes a big difference in like the work you create mm -hmm. and as a beginner i would not focus so much on like like it's rather what you can get mm -hmm. than what you want to have yeah mm -hmm. and that's also how i started like i started shooting with like really random cameras that mm -hmm. are just um like wherever i could get them from <laughs> And um, the more I learned um, to photography and yeah, experimenting like with all mm -hmm. the settings and stuff and sort of finding my way through that, um, I, I actually really appreciate YouTube in that sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. you... The best way to learn. Yeah. yeah exactly, yeah. <laughs> no, but not just for like yeah. learning techniques on shooting and mm -hmm. like studio setups and so forth. Mm -hmm. um, you can also look at equipment and um, sort of if you have that passion for like finding the right equipment that could mm -hmm. suit like the different types of photography you want mm -hmm. to um, dive into, yeah. then I would definitely suggest like Maybe to look at reviews of mm -hmm. uh, photography equipment. Yeah, they often even show you the footage of the. Yeah, of yeah. The yeah. and that's how I really I decided how uh, or what I want to buy next mm -hmm. because I just watched so many reviews of like <laughs> lenses and mm. and you kind of build up your knowledge base through that. Dude. Like I feel like if I were starting up now and mm -hmm. if I were to start looking at like. Um, photographers talking about equipment and what mm -hmm. this can do and what the result of like this lens is mm -hmm. or this camera is and yeah then you can really just build up a bit of knowledge on that and kind of see what like the different lenses can do and mm -hmm. the like um, cameras as well mm. and yeah i feel like through <laughs> youtube i don't know i've learned so much about cameras and i can also like when i start talking with photographers about like mm -hmm. different f-stops and different yeah, like yeah. lens um fixed mm -hmm. lenses or like zoom lenses mm -hmm. like if someone else who hasn't done this at all would like yeah, look yeah. at us uh, having a conversation <laughs> they'd be like where did you even find these terms <laughs> But yeah, I I really enjoy like testing equipment mm -hmm. as well. I haven't mm -hmm. done it so much in the past. Mm -hmm. But for that, yeah, like I would say maybe try renting out something. Yeah, yeah. And um, that's 
borrowing it from friends as mm-hmm. well like if mm-hmm. you have photographer friends like you know well, i mean just don't break it though and i feel like that's also a big part of photography like yeah. people yeah. always say like don't focus so much on equipment but you mm-hmm. do have to put some kind of focus on that and even yeah, if yeah. you're like shoot it starts shooting with your phone because phones have that capability now yeah too. they are crazy these days yeah yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. and i've watched videos actually on how um, photographers use their phones like it's just mm-hmm. the way you use it to exactly to yeah, yeah it's, it's just like a tool what, another tool like, but yeah. yeah the same as the camera like you have to look at the angles like yeah. the, yeah, yeah. the compositioning and everything you can shoot with your phone and i, I, I shoot a lot with my mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. because i super enjoyed it's low light i don't have to change any lenses and it's like mm. really nice and especially when i present the work only on a smartphone it, i don't need like, yeah. a full frame camera yeah, uh, the, yeah. The, the cameras are made for the small frame yeah for sure and, and sometimes it's like what the heck why do i carry all of the gear <laughs> <laughs> but that's also dangerous <laughs> exactly dangerous exactly exactly, exactly yeah. you don't really want to move away from your camera that yeah, much. yeah yeah of course of course not yeah <laughs> so i mostly yeah. do uh, for exploring for example i only go with the phone because i have like a telephoto a normal and a wide angle it's the same yeah. like for mm. uh, for my camera yeah so i always go with the phone first and like practice the angles and try what I can get out of the spot. And then afterwards, when I've done it with the phone, I come again with the camera. Yeah. The right like time. The picture I really yeah. want. Uh, yeah, that's cam- what I do with locations. Like, yeah. 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 like when I see something, I'm like, oh, I need to like, keep that. <laughs> and then I never find it again anyways. But, <laughs> but yeah, like what I said, I've also shot um, with my phone before. And it's mm. really just, you have to think yourself into, okay, this yeah. is my camera now. Yeah. I'm going to use it th- in the same way. I'm not mm-hmm. just going to mm-hmm. like take random like snapshots mm-hmm. because you have that kind of idea with a phone. Like, oh, I can't use it as a professional device. I just take like amateur photos. But mm-hmm. if you have that mindset and yeah. still... Yeah. Then it will be like Yeah, and then you can... Any yeah, camera that you have in your hand is already powerful then, yeah. yeah. With the right yeah, mindset. I also, I also think, especially in the beginning, the less you have, the easier it is. True, true. Because, yeah. for example, I st- uh, bought a camera from a friend and I had three lenses. And yeah. I was super confused. What lens yeah. should, what should I do now? And that's the common mistake that uh, every beginner photographer makes. Like, yeah. they invest mm-hmm. so much money in the beginning buying everything that they, yeah. that they don't want. It's too, <laughs> it's too overwhelming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. No, I, I think it's Definitely a, watch those reviews first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then decide this is going to be good. Yeah, and before yeah, you yeah. invest money, I think it's always important that you already know what you want to shoot and in which direction you want to move. Because every camera is different. For example, if you want to go to video, you have to buy another camera. If you want to go for sports photography, yeah. or if you want yeah. to go for wildlife or mm-hmm. whatever. So be, uh, buying it in the beginning is like, uh, I don't know, not recommended. Yeah, I, I think definitely yeah, yeah. You can start with the phone and once you know what you want, then you can upgrade and buy the stuff. But buying it from the beginning, yeah, uh, of I, course, know, I yeah. think it's more confusing than helping. For sure. Yeah. But I have a question for you guys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, how do you foresee like the future of your photography career? Mm-hmm. Like, what do you look out for the most or what do you want to manifest in that sense? Like, is there a specific brand you want to work with or mm. um, what is your goal with um, yeah, the work you do? No, for me, uh, the the pictures which I take, I use natural elements uh, as keep them as the main key focus. Like weather, for example, or light is a very huge factor for me. Uh, Think like the the other elements uh, like buildings and cities can vanish, can emerge. 
but uh these uh the natural elements doesn't change so much um yeah they have been here millions of years so i try to uh feature that in every single one of my pictures so i i, I would love to stay that stay in the same manner hopefully so more of the natural element in the city exactly okay you should natural element and uh, sky <laughs> <laughs> no it's all already in my list yeah. i, sh I okay, should visit sometime <laughs> Yeah, that, that is uh, my style so far and also street pictures because I love the emotions that uh, that's happening around us. Like we sometimes tend to overlook uh, or uh, even a simple sunrise uh, is still beautiful. But we wake up with a lot of chaos. The moment when we wake up, we emerge, uh, sorry, immerse ourselves uh, into a smartphone or a, a computer. Checking yeah, we don't exactly. Exactly. We don't uh, cherish the little moments that's happening around us yeah. every single day. So this is what I try to feature in my pictures. And hopefully I stay in the same <laughs> interest. But apart from that, companies like, uh, yeah, luckily, Marcel and I are working with one of our most favorite uh, camera company now, yeah. Canon, for more than a year. And it's really nice that uh, for me personally, it was unexpected. I never thought yeah. uh, I would. Uh, yeah. Uh, be selected <laughs> so yeah that is already a dream uh, working with a dream company and anything other than that coming towards us yeah so we'll, as any client we'll do our uh, i'll do our best my best yeah, yeah. <laughs> as long as it fits. exactly yeah. Yeah, as, as long as it fits my interest yeah, yeah. um how to say for me uh, for me, it's super important to uh, uh, give value to others, and especially because I've been in another uh, field before, or working mm -hmm. before, uh, so I always wanted to give value to others with the work I do, and photography was a way to do that. And also, I really love to uh, show people the world through my eyes, so how I see it, how I perceive everything, so this is how it started, and right now it's also about you can do everything you want, even when you are 28, you can kick your job, um, you can go for your dream, you can just yeah. do yeah. it. And yeah. It's a lot about telling the people you can do it and just yeah. believe in yourself. Yeah. And this is like a big part of my social media game. And I also want to inspire people to don't let other put them down and yeah. just go for what you like and believe in yourself. And maybe the first half year it will be super painful, but afterwards you will just rise and rise and rise. Yeah. And then was worth it yeah and yeah I'm, I'm manifesting to doing what i do like continue doing it but like more successful and also to teach people how to get their mind right how to start things over again and brands i want to work with let's say not geo would be nice <laughs> <laughs> but i'm super happy with with canon like Jack yeah, this yeah. is really a dream came true uh, working with them i always loved the cameras i always loved the look of the pictures uh, of the tones and all of this stuff. yeah so this is already like uh, one of the uh, huge mm -hmm. things I did. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's amazing, yeah. I actually always think about it in this way, like when you think about your um, creative career, mm -hmm. I think if I were to like stop or take a like a break right now mm -hmm. from my career, I wouldn't actually feel anything at all because I know if I really wanted to, Mm -hmm. yeah. Like my passion will never die, um, but <laughs> yeah. if I really wanted to, yeah. I could yeah. like pick up a camera when I'm like 70 mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I can still like do like whatever I want to create. Mm -hmm. I can start creating at that point in my mm -hmm. life. Yeah. And that's where it comes in with like having patience and mm -hmm. having the patience to build your 
like your network and your mm. career and your like fields that you want to work in mm. and even yeah if i were to move to a different side of photography like architectural photography mm-hmm. i know i can start from the bottom like start learning mm-hmm. from that mm-hmm. and whatever stage you are in your life like mm. you can always start with that yeah, and that's sure. really yeah. the true beauty of it like you can be like 10 years old or like yeah. 80 yeah. <laughs> and i just th- i think about that and i think like how much time i have to manifest whatever mm-hmm. i want to mm-hmm. and i know i don't have to put pressure on myself and yeah. especially with social media like it puts mm. so much pressure on you yeah um yeah it's not necessary because you can always create even if it's like yeah if you want to rather wait for something more interesting to happen mm. in the world <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or if you yeah whatever it is mm. also creating is like really fun isn't it yeah, we were shooting something yesterday and it was just like really fun again yeah yeah yeah, yeah. when you don't shoot for like a week then you almost forget it but then when we're shooting again it's always like being a kid with the top. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. <laughs> and you just naturally get yeah. this feeling like you can, like mm. after time you just have this, like you you, you mm. naturally put in settings and mm-hmm. you like just know how to work with this device. And at first, yeah, which is so nice. Like yeah. you're adjusting the lighting and doing like all of these settings, mm-hmm. but you don't even, you're not aware of it like you used to be when mm-hmm. you started mm-hmm. out and that's the the trouble with like starting out as a photographer like mm-hmm. you really need to know the rules and sure. yeah, of course you sure. you will break them later on but yeah, yeah it's that you point. like you have yeah, to yeah, know what to break yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i feel like some people maybe get stuck with the beginning stages but mm-hmm. you, yeah mm-hmm. you essentially need to struggle a bit true, first true <laughs> I always say that. I don't yeah, know, yeah. But people for them, it's always when they fail, then it's for them like horrible. Yeah, but it I is horrible, but you're successful in something, you failed probably a thousand times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's true. So if, if they didn't fail like that, then they will fall down at one point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's sometimes yeah. really hard, but I always think then, okay, next time I will do it different. Yeah. And if it wouldn't be feel that hard in the moment right now, I would do it the same next time. Yeah, so yeah, it yeah has exactly. To be a bit pain in the moment yeah. and then you will this emotion will connect with your brain and next yeah. time you know it mm. you will do it differently true and true. you never like in a sense you never lose that knowledge that you build on true. and you keep yeah building on that <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay then for your audience uh, for the audience like where can they find your work apart from instagram instagram yeah. is m- sort of well just like a landing page for yeah. me because mm. i have a lot more work um i'm using my website now mainly for mm-hmm. work and then yeah that's basically it maybe google as well because there's a lot of information mm. there about me for some Great. reason <laughs> 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 exactly yeah. <laughs> yeah so that's instagram and then on my website mainly okay. yeah Great. yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for joining us today. It was uh, really fun. Yeah. Yeah, it was a super nice conversation. Keep <laughs> yes. doing what you do. I think it's really inspiring. And the world needs people who look behind all of that and really do something. So yeah. I think it's really cool. Thank you. Yeah. And you when you're Lucia, again, say hi you to us. Do something or yeah. Yes. Something, just let us <laughs> <For> know. <sure. laughs> I'll be around. Okay, cool. Cool. Thank you, guys. Then we are finished, right? Yeah. yeah. See you again with another guest and yeah. uh, say hi to <laughs> Lucia uh, in her social media platforms. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs>